0: Good evening, everyone. This is Judy. Welcome back. I can't wait to talk to you guys today. Coffee with Judy. I hope you guys are brewing that coffee because I got mine ready. I am having French vanilla. I cannot wait. I just had a little bit of taste because, you know, I just the smell as it was brewing, I had to take some But I can't wait to talk to you guys. I miss you guys. I just want to let you know, please share, make comments. I want you guys to engage with me because your opinion is valuable to me. So make sure you make comments and make sure you share this with all your friends and the people you care for, okay? So check this out. What we're going to talk about is ourselves, but it's going to blow your mind because usually when you talk about what I'm going to talk about tonight That is the mirror, you're like mirror. You start thinking about, you know, the stories that they told you when you were a little kid? Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the prettiest of them all? Well, this is not exactly what we're talking about. The question tonight is: mirror, mirror. Who am I? That's what we're gonna talk about. And it's gonna be totally different of what you maybe you were thinking about, right? So while you're getting that coffee ready and stretching yourself to talk to me for a few minutes here, I just want to uh, give you an idea because I like to do my little research, right? And I said, if I'm going to talk about a mirror, I got to let people know what a mirror is about. Because you know what? I didn't even know how they made mirrors. I just know I look in the mirror in the morning to make sure I look decent before I walk out that door. But you know, mirrors are made out of a Malcolm. So I looked it up and I go, what is a, a Malcolm? They use that also in the dental office for filling. So I was like, mm. but then when I looked at the definition of a mirror it's a reflective surface and it's usually typically used with glass, right? Um, they have made uh certain mirrors now for props for movies and stuff made out of plastic somewhat. But the regular mirror you see in your home and and public bathrooms are made out of glass. And the amalgam, I guess, is what shows a reflection of who we are or what we see. But the question is, when you look in the mirror, what do you see? So that really blew my mind when I really started to look into that. I always like to talk about things that people don't want to talk about. Because we can talk politics, we can talk religion, we can talk about this, we can talk about that. But there's a lot of things that are so important that people don't want to talk about. And those are the conversations I like to have with you guys, okay? So listen, one of the things that I was thinking about when I looked in the mirror. So I went to the mirror and I started to look. And the question to you is, what do you see when you look in the mirror? Because when I look in the mirror, I see a variety of things, right? Because the first thing you do, like let's say you wake up in the morning, you want to wash your face, you wash your mouth, you're looking in the mirror. It's just like an automatic thing. You're sitting there washing your mouth, looking at yourself, to see if your eyes are clean, etc. And then you start looking at your what you would call your imperfections. So I'm gonna start with me. My parents are Puerto Rican, my mother's uh caramel color. And my dad is very light skin with green eyes. So there's a mixture of me, right? I ended up with freckles. Yet my brother that has the green eyes and is light skin, he doesn't have the freckles I have. And I'm like, why? I've never liked my freckles. So every time I looked in the mirror when I was younger, what would I see? The freckles. And I would put makeup and do everything I could to get rid of the freckles. They're not going anywhere They are a part of me. They've been there all my life. I've told them, you're not invited here, but they won't leave. So I've had to accept my freckles. But when I was 17, actually I was 18, I went through a traumatic situation and I ended up with Bell's Palsy. Bell's Palsy is your face basically gets stuck. My mouth went to the right side. Uh, My eye couldn't close. Uh, My speech wasn't that good. Um, I went through a little traumatic thing there, but you know what? Thank God I'm okay. But as years went by, if I got very upset or I've had a real bad day, you can see a little bit of the bell palsy, right? Because it's not something that goes away totally for some people. I guess I was one of those blessed people that just didn't want to leave me. But if I don't tell people that I have Bell's palsy, they don't notice it, right? It's only when I acknowledge it. And, um, so every time I looked in the mirror, I would see it and it would bother me. It would bother me because I, I would always say every time I go somewhere, that's what people are going to see. And it took years. I'm here to tell you, it took years for me to understand that my birth name was not Bell Palsy. Bell Palsy is not who I am. So why did, when I saw myself, that's all I said was Bell Palsy, freckles, right? So I'm a short statured woman. You know, I always say, you know, Lord just made a cute little me. But I had some friends that, you know, you know, people try to be funny. So they use little comments or use you as their muse to make other people laugh. The sad part about this, it wasn't what they were saying is how I was accepting it. So I would laugh with them, feeling that if I laugh with them, I'm part of of the group and what they're making fun of me, it's not going to mean much. But at the end of the day, it was bothering me more than what I thought. And they would make comments like, oh, here comes Judy. Hey, stand up. Nobody sees you. Or... Oh my God, you're so little. My son is 10 years old. He's taller than you. Done little stuff like that. And I I used to laugh and ah, ha, 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 whatever. But I realized it was really bothering me because I didn't want to be acknowledged because I'm short. Because guess what, people? I look in the mirror every day and I know that I'm a short woman because when I buy a dress, I have to hem the dress. When I buy my jeans, I got to hem my jeans. Hello? There's no running from it, right? But they say a little joke, be careful with small things like dynamite. But anyway, getting back to me being a short woman, I'm not bothered by that. What I was bothered was the fact that they're my friends and that's all that would come out of their mouth. But I was more bothered with myself because... I would not accept that it bothered me. You understand what I'm saying? Therefore, instead of telling them, hey, you know, the the joke is old. It's like about 30 years old now. Get over it. I started fighting back. I would tell my friend, well, huh, it's not like you're a tall guy. Because he wasn't. But then I realized, why am I going tick for tag? I love myself. I have no issues with my stature. I'm 4'11". My ex-husband was six feet tall. My oldest son's father was six feet. So obviously I'm not bothered by my height. Big deal. It doesn't make me better or less. What was bothering me, it was me, the acceptance of the joke that bothered me. So I looked in the mirror one day and I said, why are you? And And I was basically talking to myself. Why are you accepting jokes that it's about you when you're not happy with it? And I asked you, has that ever happened to you? Where someone has said something about you? Maybe you're ginger, your hair is naturally red. By the way, I dye my hair red. I love red hair. But let's say you're naturally ginger and people would say, you know, dumb comments. Oh, your hair looks like carrot. And you would laugh, but it really bothered you. Well, stop all that nonsense. Love yourself enough. Be intentional with yourself to tell the person, hey, I don't like that. That's not who I am. My name is so-and-so. Call me by my name. And don't be a part of their laughter. Don't be a part of them bullying you. It ends up being a bully when it's over and over and over. Now, I'm going to get a little bit of coffee here. Mm, mm. smells so good. So when I look in the mirror, when I started to realize I don't like my freckles, I have Bell Palsy, I'm sure this, that. and And I said, but wait a minute. That's not who Judy is. And I started to do my own investigation with myself. I said, who are you? I'm a good woman. I love God. I love my family. I love my children. I am a true friend. I'm one of those people. I'm unconditional and I expect it back. Um, I'm loyal. I have empathy towards people, no matter where you're from, what you've done. I look at you and I say, there has to be something in you that took you there. And at that moment, if I can help you, I will. But I always think about me first and I have to be first. Just like when you get on an airplane, you know, they tell you grab the oxygen for you first, because if you're not well, you can't help nobody. So make sure you you it's okay to be empathetic, but you have to take care of yourself first. So I started to talk to myself and tell myself my qualities. And I said, that's who I am. My character. I've been a single mother for a lot of years. My children are adults now, but even today. I'm like, no, 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 not my kids. I am still that lion protecting her her cubs. And the reason I say that, because I needed to go there. I needed to go internally inside of me. Because when God created me, he allowed the freckles to go there, okay? It was just a part of me. The beautiful color skin caramel that I have. My stature, etc. But that still doesn't make me Judy. What makes me Judy is who I am inside of me. My character as a mother, as a woman, as a friend, as a co-worker, as a church member, a family member, a neighbor. Just the woman that's sitting in Walmart trying to grab, you know, her groceries, whatever the case may be that's who I am. And my question to you is, who are you? Are you the guy that gets angry for everything that your children does? Do you really want to be that guy? Are you the guy that your wife has been telling you for three years, there's a hole on the wall and you still haven't fixed it? Is that who you want to be? or you want to search inside and find that person because you know I really believe and you might think I'm crazy but I really believe if you can sit there in your home and walk through that door and walk out and walk through that door and walk out and see that that hole on the wall and ignore it something's wrong with you because if you loved yourself you don't want to see a hole on the wall at least put a frame over it do something Because nobody wants to live under misery in a hole on the wall. I'm sorry, you're calling misery. But when I think about things like that, I ask myself, I wonder how many people really look in the mirror. So we did this service in my church, right? And I I was super excited. It was a a group that is called the Life Group, Intercoaching Life Group. And they, they came in and, you know, did their thing and it was awesome. But one of the things, actually the main event was about the mirror. So we had mirrors everywhere and people had to walk in, look in the mirror and just go sit down and receive whatever they were going to receive. And we did the program and and all of the, the members that were going to talk. We had psychologists, we had teachers, we had members of the life group etc i even got to speak as well and one of the things i'm going to tell you what i said it was my part uh my part was when i was going through a real bad situation in my life several years ago i looked up at the sky and i yelled at god and i said do you not see me i've been crying every day i've been begging you i've been pleading with you my knees hurt my tears hurt my nose hurt because i have so much crap coming out of it because i've cried so much my face feels like it was burning because i've cried so much and i just went on and on and on do you not see me when i was going through that personal situation After I went through all of that crying and begging and pleading, a calm came over me. And I know, I I don't know what you believe. I know what I believe. And I'm talking about my own personal experience. God let me know. I see you. Do you see you? I hear you. Do you hear you? I love you. Do you love yourself? It blew my mind. It blew my mind. Because you know what? We have to learn to really look deep down inside. And see what we really see in that mirror. Was it the past when... You had a bad father, or you had a bad mother, or you were in foster home, or kids used to bully you, or you were so overweight that kids bully you, or you were too thin, or you were too tall, too dark, too light, too short, too whatever the case may be. Or you went through a traumatic situation as a child, abused, sexually abused. Does that make you who you are? Are you going to stay in your past and cry about yesterday or get the courage to want your life to change? Have you looked in the mirror? You know what that said to me? My past does not make me. It's my present. What I do with my life today to prepare for tomorrow. One of the things that I always say, Yesterday was a teaching experience. It's a process that I had to go through to become the woman that I am today, to prepare me for tomorrow because tomorrow's not here yet and tomorrow's not promised, but I got to live today. So every time I look in that mirror, I have to ask myself, what do you really see? Do you see Judy that went through a bad divorce? Do you see Judy that went through abuse? Do you see Judy that went through this? Do you see Judy that went through that? Or do you see the strong woman that you have become? One of my success stories is the life of my children. They're ordinary young men. They work hard. They go to school. They've been through schools. I've never had to buy my son a car. I've always wanted to, but at the time that he needed the car, I didn't have the means. My son said to me, mom, it's okay. I need a car. I'll find a way. A man from my church said, you know what? I got a little hooptie. I want to give it to your son. You allow me to? And I said, are you serious? And I went up to my son. I said, papa, you know, the car is not all that. He goes, mom, it's beautiful. I'm happy. Yes. Thank you. Boom. I said, that's a success story. You know why? Because I taught my son. You needed a car. You didn't need for me to get into debt to buy a car that I knew I couldn't pay you. And you accepted that someone loved you enough to think about you. That's a success story to me. When my second son needed a car, now they're both in college. And I'm like, how am I going to get this car? My dad had another hoopty for like 20 years. He says, hey, I'm going to give my little buddy here the car. I said, well, tell him. And he told him. And you know what? My son shares that car till the end. He had it for like two, three years. And he would wash it. And he would clean it. And all of his friends had brand new cars. Or nice used car. My son had a hoopty. And it looked better than everybody. Because he kept it nice and clean. Changed the oil. Tires etc. And you know what? He was proud. He would go to any party. Any wedding. Anywhere. Looking nice. Coming out of his hoopty. He had a friend said to him. Man. You act like you are driving a big old. F-150 truck. He goes to me. That's my truck. Well guess what? He bought himself a truck now and it's not a brand new truck it's like a 1996 I believe something like that. It's an older he's happy that to me is a successful story you know why because people that accept the blessing that comes into their hands because he didn't have to work for it they didn't have to work for those hoopties but I feel good because the woman that I am today raised those two men. That's what we need to look at. We need to look in the mirror and see who we really are. Not allow yourself to be judged by what's on the outside of you. It's what, who you are on the inside. Let me drink a little bit more coffee because I'm getting hot up in here. Mm, mm-mm. I'm here to tell you. When you step back from your situation in life and you look in the mirror and you're like, whatever my mother did, whatever my father did, whatever my past did to me is not who I am. It's what I do with that experience. What do you do with that experience you just went through? What do you do with that purpose that just went right by you like a hurricane? That process that took you to where you're at today There had to be a reason. And I always say that everything that I've gone through has been a reason. I am a strong believer. God created me. He created me perfect. There's not another Judy. Maybe other people will look at me and say, she's not perfect. It's okay. As long as I know that I'm good. And when I say perfect, I'm not talking what the world calls perfect, what the people in the media call perfect or my neighbors. That's not what I'm worried about It's what I have accepted is who I am. Listen, if I can't accept who I am in my own skin, how do I expect anybody to accept me? You know, getting back to, to saying that I have a friend that said to me, man, Judy, you've been single for a while. And I said, uh-huh. Like, you're telling me something I don't know. And she says, well, you know, I think you, you, you deserve a good man that um, is going to love you and take care of you. And then I, yeah, I said, you're absolutely right. I do deserve everything that's good. But don't get it twisted. I'm not unhappy. I'm a happy woman. I have my life. And I didn't have to go into details because I don't feel I have to. It's self-explanatory, okay? I feel that there's time for everything in life. There's right now I'm enjoying my single life. And if God willing, you know, one day I get married again, hey, so be it. But my, my, my reason for saying this is people like to judge for what they see and what they think. No, you need to be with somebody because your kids, when they are going to leave you. And I, no, 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 no. That's your perspective of what you think I need in my life. I know what I need in my life. And at this moment, I'm good. If you come knocking on the door tomorrow, it's accepted as well. See, I don't need a person to make me happy. I would like a companion. Absolutely. I would love that in my life. But it's not that I need somebody. If you need somebody to make you happy, you're in trouble. If you need somebody to tell you every day that you're pretty and you're good and and, and you're wonderful, you have an issue. I tell myself every day, oh, you guys just have no idea. When I do my hair, I go crazy. Oh my God, girl, you look really good. Like, hello, traffic is going to stop today. You know why? Because... I was created for perfection. Now, I'm never going to reach perfection. But what is perfection in my eyes may not be perfection in your eyes. I want you to think about this today. I want you to take two minutes of your time. Look in the mirror and ask yourself what you really see. Do you see the freckles? Do you have big ears? Do you have a big nose? Do you have little lips? Do you have big lips? Do you have little teeth? Do you have big teeth? Is that what you describe yourself as? Or do you see who you are inside? Now, mind you, don't, don't, don't misunderstand me. Because I just had a lot of nice, sweet dental work. I like to do my hair. I like to do, you know, I do my eyebrows so they look good. This is not what I'm saying. That Just because you love yourself, who you are on the inside, you're not going to take care of the outside. Absolutely. But don't let that be your first priority. Remember who you are as a person. That's what counts. Because you can be beautiful on the outside and you open your mouth and you mess it up. Nobody want to be around you. But sometimes you open your mouth and you just say one wise thing. Like go to your neighbor and say, hey neighbor, I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. Are you good? I want to let you know I pray for you all the time. Or I wish you well. How are your children? Acknowledge people. Give empathy to people. Be kind. Because all the beauty on the outside is going to go away one day. When you are beautiful on the inside, it would reflect on the outside. So that means you are going to be beautiful all the time, and you know. And I, so, I, I know it sounds like a cliche, but it's the truth. You have to let your beauty on the inside reflect on the outside. People are going to want to be around you more. Okay, so give yourself a chance to be who you were created to be. All right, listen. I I feel really good about what we talked about. Don't forget share, make comments. Let me know what you truly feel. I'm not going to get my heart broken if you don't agree with me. It's my personal humble opinion of what I've talked about. Take care and I'll see you next time.